What's up, YouTube? Okay, hi guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Obviously, we're not in our usual um, studio, and I'm not with my usual co-host, but that's okay. Roman will have to do for today. Yes, um, we're drinking Prosecco on ice with straws. Cheers. Rocks, dude. Rocks. Sorry if you hear my mom in the background. This isn't the most professional setup right now, but that's what we gotta do. Okay, so in full transparency, <laughs> ice ASMR. What had happened was since we <laughs> upload the the episodes bi-weekly, we were like, okay, we'd rather have like quality over quantity um of episodes but then i was like i don't want to wait like three to four weeks to upload like another episode so we were like okay you know what i'll just record with roman i have some things i want to say some things that we want to talk about um and fran couldn't be here tonight because she's busy so that's fine she's gonna do this with roman i hope you guys like still tune in even though fran's not here like hopefully some people listen to this because because i'm on it and just because it's interesting shit you know what i mean yeah, I'll try my best to be a a good co-host. So, weekly updates is last weekend, I went out, Rome went out, um, like, so we went out separately, I went out, and then Rome went out, um, and my friends and I went downtown. Hmm. Okay, so let me tell the story. So, we went to um, this new, like, club downtown Toronto, and, like, basically, you couldn't get in unless you had a booth. So, I was like to my friends, okay, just wait. I'm going to get this in. Like, it's going to happen, right? And, like, I'm with, like, a bunch of, like, pretty girls. So, whatever. So, I walk up to the guy. The guy, like, the, the bouncer was, like, to all the whole crowd standing there. He's, like, if you have a reservation, line up here. If you don't, get out and go home. So, I was, like, excuse Typical me, sir. Do you, need, do you need a reservation to get in here? <laughs> excuse me, sir. No, you not actually say it like that. I was just, like, excuse me. Like, do we need a reservation to get in here? We, we totally didn't know. He was like, is it just you four? I was like, yeah. He's like, okay, come in. So I was like, okay, dope. Then it was too crowded, so we went to the next bar. The next bar, still, long lineup. And the guy was like, no, you need to line up. I was like, okay, I'm not waiting in this lineup. Like, fuck that shit. Like, I'm going to finesse yeah. this bouncer right now. So I walk next door to the bar next door to the one that we were trying to get into. And I was pretending like I was interested in like going there so i was like oh what's here oh guys maybe we should go here and as i started walking back to the lineup for the club that we were trying to get into the bouncer comes out of his like area he's like okay wait is it just you four we're like yeah he's like okay come in so we literally butted the whole entire line and this was the first time i've been to like a club club in like a while so it was just like a good i don't know it was like a good experience i was like okay like we still got it you know we could still get into clubs yeah um and then we went to the strip club at the end of the night and basically, long Ooh. story short, was <laughs> it's actually really fun, really? As, as you know. <laughs> Have you ever been to a strip club? Nope. <laughs> I'm gonna put one of those like funny noises. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Throw some like one of those like. Uh... Basically, that's my weekly update. Is that like I was super hungover last week and like super, super, super. I haven't been that hungover in a while. And then this weekend, we weren't planning on going out, but we went out again last night. So now I'm hungover again. But honestly, I've just come to terms with the fact that, like, whatever. It is what it is. But I'm really trying not to drink anymore. And the point of the story is that we're doing this, like, pretty hungover. But, like, I feel better now. Honestly, apparently drinking more makes hangover go away. So it's fine. Yeah. I don't know if it, it doesn't make it go away. It just kind of, like, masks it because you're just, like, giving your body more alcohol. And I don't know. It's like a, it's like a false... 
confidence. Do you have yeah. any any weekly updates? Like any boring Roman, just work, punch in, punch out, go home, go to sleep, eat dinner, paydays on Thursdays, go out on Fridays, and that's it. <laughs> um. So I want to talk about something that I was thinking about this week. It's not really a weekly update, but it's definitely something that I want to like touch on, kind of. And it's what's that? Anxiety. I know we talk about anxiety a lot on this podcast, but silent killer. Just the anxiety with the way that the world is today, and like what I mean by that, right? Is our grandparents, for example, came to this country, right, to make us have a better life. And you know what? I'm gonna look at my phone because I wrote this down because as I was thinking about it, I'm like, this might, this is gonna sound weird, but okay, this is what I wrote down is that I'm struggling internally with Canadian pride. And I know that sounds weird. What do you mean by like Canadian pride? Like being proud to be Canadian. Like I, I was raised like where I always heard my no no talk about how proud we should be to be Canadian, how this is the best country ever. Canada is the best country, and they chose to come here because it is the best country. So we were always so proud to be Canadian. I always felt so like happy. I was like, like we have so many things going for us. There's so much. There's so much opportunity here. Blah blah blah. And. I think that in obviously like recent months, just with the way that things have been, I'm just kind of like, I'm struggling with the fact that my nono came here to do this and I was, I was always so proud and now everything's like changing. And maybe it's because I was so naive before, I was never into politics before, I was kind of like whatever and now that I'm an actual adult, I'm looking at the world and Canada that I like put on a pedestal and I'm like holy fuck and now like our prime minister is literally ruining it and yeah. if you see him at all these conferences like the EU conferences and shit like that where people are being like oh you're a disgrace to canada or like they're or these like other leaders are basically like chirping him and i'm struggling with it because like i almost like want to talk about it to people but there's this whole notion with like you should be lucky because there's places that are worse right and i don't like that I don't think because that's a valid like it's i want to ask what you thought about that because everyone's <clears throat> like the, the anxiety comes from with not wanting to say that i don't want to live here because what's going on in other countries you know what i mean like i'm genuinely not happy living in canada like i don't want to like have a family here if it's gonna like continue on the trajectory that it's going like just the things that you hear that they're trying to do the things that they're trying to pass whatever mm -hmm. whatever like what that but do you think it's different anywhere else like i do genuinely think it's different like other places like i do think that there's countries where you can be more like free in terms of like doing what you want to do and even if like there's not as much opportunity in terms of like corporate and and shit like that yeah. but like you can live a more easygoing life like i sometimes struggle with wanting to maybe do that i get it everywhere has their problems but like basically what i'm trying to say is like i'm nervous to say that i'm not happy being here yeah. because it could be worse somewhere else that's true it's just it's just because you're curious at the same time like you've never experienced that side of life so you're more inclined to like want to do it. You know, you want to experience it. doesn't necessarily mean you'd be happier. You just, I, you'd be happy to experience that maybe. I get like, like the grass living is always in Canada, greener. Like everyone that's lived somewhere else will tell you they love Canada and it's amazing. But for some reason, us as Canadians aren't happy with it. And why is that? But because I was. we've never fucking experienced the other edge of the But the thing, But the thing is, I was like, happy with it, right? Like. 
I was like so grateful that I went to U of T. I'm like, oh my God, I'm at the best university, one of the best universities in the world. Yeah. I'm so grateful that I grew up downtown Toronto. I took so much pride in like being one of the kids from like the suburbs of Richmond Hill, but I was born downtown. That I was like from downtown, you know? Like mm-hmm. I took a lot of pride in that. And like when I see celebrities or people coming to Toronto, I'm like, yay, like whatever. Now I'm yeah. just like, get me the fuck out of here. Like I don't know what this like country is becoming. Yeah. Like, I get it, like, maybe moving to America wouldn't be any better, but maybe it would be, you know, I've never actually thought about that, and I just, like, I'm I, s- I do think America has more actual freedom than, like, Canadians. Than the false sense of freedom that I feel like Canadians have. And it's scary to say that because, yeah. again, there's people out there that will would be like, you should be lucky to be Canadian because there's people who actually have no freedom in other countries, and I completely get that, but it's all relative, is what I'm trying to say. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm every country has their pros and cons, you know, like I I can't say I'd be happier living in the States because I might live in the States for like 10 years and I like, I don't have knowledge on this, but like maybe tax in the States is just fucking ridiculous. You know, I'm pretty sure they don't pay tax. One day you might break your arm in the States and realize, holy fuck, I need to pay $40,000. This place sucks. You know, like there's so many things that can happen that are specific to that country. But think about it this way doctors here are like we have free health care right and all my life i was we like we have free health care so the doctors usually aren't the fucking greatest that's what i'm saying i understand that but like if you need a crazy surgery you can always go to the states to do that you don't need to wait here in canada but for the for the most part i i i love canada personally i disagree with sam on that i think canada is probably top five countries i would live in hands down i hate fucking justin trudeau but canada as an entity is like the free healthcare part on its own is just one less thing to worry about. Imagine your grandparents getting sick and you have to fucking, you and your family got to gather money for all that. Like, dude, that sounds like a terrible time. That sounds terrible. I get I get that. But at the same time, is it's is it a full sense of security? Not really. I think it's a mask. I really do. It, it's definitely a mask, but like, it's still useful. Getting antibiotics from uh rexall you know like you don't need to worry about that i don't know like just i feel like having to pay for something like that like discourages people to be healthy but see it's almost but again like you're kind of speaking i and I, that's your opinion like i respect your opinion yeah but- i'm not di- i'm just disagreeing with what you said I, i'm not saying you're wrong so you disagree with I'm- the fact that like so you you're totally happy living with like living here and you live I'm here the rest of your life here i don't care about politics and i don't pay attention to it for that reason because it just it's just but it's not about politics it's about like where you're where you're gonna be like the way that they're trying to control and manipulate you, you can and like leave you're not it's not like i just have but what i'm saying is, con- like North do you not Korea. have that anxiety though like about like what is happening to our country like like where you think like i, I don't know all these things in, in the news where like ndp and liberal are, are coming together so that justin trudeau is in parliament until 2025 look at all the things he's doing already like look at the way he's treating people look at the way that they're trying to like create a basic like middle class income where people will get like a couple thousand dollars a month and that's it and unless you're high class like you're in the high like you're in the richer class then you're just Mm -hmm. gonna be getting basic income like that's rolling out like that to me is every country like ends up like leaning on that side of the fence you know every country always ends up just like how can we make rich people take over everything and just fucking everyone's broke you know like i feel like it's kind of sad but like i it seems like almost every country ends up going that route like 
that's like the end goal. One evil fucking bastard gets in power and his first priority is how can all of us rich guys keep fucking everybody in their ass and how can, like, I don't know, how can we keep everyone working for us? Like, that's just like, the, that's like the vibe I get from these big companies. Like, how can we keep every, how can we give them the minimum while maximizing our fucking, you know? Yeah, like, but I, I, know. I, I just, I just feel like there's just a false sense of like security and opportunity but it'll in be Canada. Like that everywhere. Sam. I don't think so. I think I, that I, I, feel like I think that we like don't that know anywhere. because we've been so sheltered. Like we have never lived anywhere, literally, but here you have never lived anywhere except Richmond Hill all for twenty five years. Thank do you know God, what I'm saying? Though. Like I don't, I don't know. Like no, what you can I be. Do if I live? You can be grateful for that. I'm not like trying to like beg on that. Like you can obviously be grateful, but same with me. I've lived downtown for a bit and here, like same shit. You know, it's like, and I'm starting to get to that place what in my you like better. Well, when I lived downtown, like I, I, you were younger, I lived there so. till I was like 10, but I still very much like, I feel like out of all my friends and like, even in our relationship, I'm still very much like a downtown person, like mm. out of the group. You know what I mean? Like I'm always down there. Like my family's down there. My dad's always yeah. down there. Like <clears throat> I really like the downtown vibe because like a city gal. Yeah. Cause just people are more like, especially in the summer, like it's just so vibrant and like people are so like speak they speak their mind and like i feel like honestly i'm getting this anxiety lately because i've been working from home you know i, I just like work from home every day and i'm trying i have all these aspirations and dreams and i feel like mm -hmm. having those dreams for my house in richmond hill like sitting here it's kind of like i want to get out and i want to like explore what there is outside of canada outside of like ontario and yeah i've traveled and shit but it's not the same like i genuinely want to go live somewhere for a bit even if it's like three weeks and just like experience what the vibe is like, like not as a vacation, like working there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So like, for example, let's say you like fucking move to like, like Portugal. Okay. You're in Portugal. You have $10,000 or 10,000 euros to your name. What's like, why would I your, only have 10,000? That's just for argument's sake. You have $10,000. You're starting off in Portugal. Okay. Like what, what's your, what are your first steps in a new country? Assuming you're on your own. You don't have family. You don't have a place to stay. Well, you have a place to stay here in a hotel or something. Like, what are your first hypothetically? steps to, like, hypothetically, like, what would be your first steps to, like, creating this situation where you can run a trial to see if you like living in Portugal? Okay, well, first things first is I would get a job. Yeah. I'd probably get a job bartending. You wouldn't, like, try to learn the language first? Oh, well, there's that. But, I, I, but I'd probably do that before <laughs> I got there. Okay, true. Okay, so, hypothetically, okay? You know the language where you are. You have Ish. ten thousand of whatever the currency is, ten thousand dollars Canadian translated to whatever the currency. Is. I feel so like that's I'm, not a lot. <laughs> that's not a lot. Ten thousand fucking dollars Canadian in Russia is a lot of money. Ten thousand dollars Canadian in Mexico is a lot of money. Ten thousand dollars Canadian in Australia but to your name. is no fucking money. But to your name, yeah. I what guess. What are you gonna do if you you start somewhere? Ten thousand is a realistic amount of money. You're not gonna start. With fucking two mil. Okay, 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 okay. So we, <laughs> you know what okay, I mean? Hypothetically, let's say I had $10,000 to my name and I moved to Portugal and I kind of knew the language. I would first things first is get a job yeah. and I would get a job like that can make me a lot of money in a short amount of time. So like probably serving or bartending at a club or like a... But then this goes to opportunity in that environment. So is there a lot of fucking demand for surveying? And surveying isn't that what you just said surveying serving sorry i thought she said surveying surveying like why surveying. would i survey i don't know land surveying or whatever no I, so serving 
Is there a lot of restaurants that have busy servers in Wait, Portugal? Wait, but what's your point here? Because I'm I'm not talking My point about... is different countries have different opportunities. So, like, it's hard Yeah, but to... I would never move to Portugal, though. Because there, there, there wouldn't be the opportunity... It was opportun- just an argument. No, I know. But yeah. I'm saying from my argument, I would move somewhere that has that entrepreneurial spirit like me. And, like, yeah, Toronto has that, too. But I just feel like there's so many, like, people in Toronto that are just so restrictive and judgy and, like, separate, like... Yeah, I don't like... You uh... know? A lot, most Toronto like. I wouldn't definitely move somewhere in America. I would move. To, I would move to Arizona, maybe LA. But I'm feeling like LA is LA also, is a glorified Toronto. Yeah, I also feel it's like LA is Toronto. still Toronto vibes in terms of the people. It prob- it's probably worse. It's probably I, worse. I really, th- I, don't, I don't think you would like. I really think Florida is the place to be. I think everyone's just fucking chill there. Oh, Their God. governor is a G. Florida's governor is a fucking G. <laughs> Florida's cool, but you, you know how funny are those articles where, like, it's always, like, a Florida man fucking drowned himself in Cheeto dust. <laughs> it's always, like, a Florida man doing something so ridiculous. Or, like, a Florida woman, like, even whatever. You know, like, it's actually hilarious. But so. I just feel like Florida just has so so many, like, good vibes and people are just, like, very encouraging. And, like, whether you have $500 in your bank account or you have $5 million in your bank account, it's just a place where, like, maybe it's because of the weather and just, like, the music and the vibes. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? And, I again, I could be being so naive and my mentality is kind of, like, grass is greener right now. Exactly, exactly. We don't know. We're just talking from opinions. I'm just talking, basically trying to vent and get my feelings out that, like, I I, I feel a lot of anxiety in my day-to-day because of where Canada's going, like the trajectory that our our government is bringing it in. Yeah. That's basically what I'm trying to say. And I get it. Other places are worse. Basically, I'm trying to get out the fact that I have anxiety about where the tra- trajectory yeah. is going. And the reason why I was anxious to like talk about it and say it is because look at the war going on under, you know, under like the Russian mm-hmm. government and shit like that. Like I should be lucky to live here. And I just feel like we should get rid of that notion like because that's what brings in more anxiety if you feel like you aren't justified in the way that you feel because it could be worse then you're always going to have this pent up anxiety or anxiousness and it's like if you're not happy it's okay to say that you're not happy it's just because it's worse somewhere else you should be happy you should be grateful that it it could be worse that's not why i'm grateful you though you shouldn't just automatic automatically be happy just like some people are like yo all parents deserve respect it's the same thing it's like Respect's got to be earned, you know, like same thing with like, you shouldn't just automatically be happy because there's worse countries. Like, that's not a valid argument, you know, like still needs to be like, I just think there's different standards of happiness. That's what I'm saying. Like, and I just think like, I'm genuinely not happy with what's happening in our country right now. And it's okay for me to say that I'm not happy with what's happening just because there is worse things happening around the world. And at the same time, I'm grateful for what I do have. And I think that that's what keeps me going and that that's what makes it okay for me to be like, listen, I'm not happy with where I am. Mm-hmm. But again, it's all relative. You know what I mean? Like anybody in any situation could be like, I'm not happy and it could be worse anywhere else. So like, I just exactly. don't want it's people coming for me and being like, at least you don't have to live through a fucking, sorry, I just spit everywhere. At least you don't have to live through like a fucking war. Like I get it and I'm grateful for that. But I'm personally not happy with where I'm at. You want to know the best part? The suicide rate is higher in the States than all these fucking so-called bad shitty countries that no one wants to live in. But he fucking Libya, they, they don't even have clean drinking water. And there's less people committing suicide there than people in the States who have everything. So that just goes to show it doesn't matter. It's really... I think it actually makes it worse having the this unreal... Having everything better than everybody else. It just creates like... 
this bubble that like you you feel like you can't go anywhere else because like you have the best exactly that's what i mean like and you feel like you can't say it you can't feel you you feel like you can't be like i wish things were this way or or i wish this or that because like i already live in canada which is like one of the best countries Mm -hmm. safest countries is it though the fucking suicide rate here is so bad it's terrible. so high. It's terrible. The opioid overdose rates like, too. No higher one... than fucking Yukon where they don't even have sunlight. You know, no, like... Yukon's in Canada. Oh, you mean Ontario? Yukon. Yukon's in Canada. Yeah, I'm just say, saying other places like... Like on... Yeah. No, I know Even mean... in, in Canada, like the suicide... Like it's still like... I don't... Wow. Look what my I am affirmation just told me in this moment. What? I have so much to be grateful for when I take the time to look. There you go. See, grateful, keyword. Grateful and happiness are two different things. Speaking of high standards and things like that, I kind of wanted to touch on something based on what I saw um, on this like meme. This girl posted something on Twitter and she was like, selling, um, selling one undergraduate degree, five years old, never been used. <laughs> the fuck does that even mean? It's like... a joke. She was like, selling one undergraduate degree, oh, five years old, never been it, used. It. And I was just like, yo, that is so fucking jokes i've just been seeing so much things so much things so many things lately about how like people are in businesses and are in jobs and they have never once used their degree and it brought me to like kind of think to myself what do i use from my degree slash my time in university slash my time where my parents thankful for them paid what upwards of 40 grand for me to go to this school yeah did i like what did I take from that into my current role today as a person and as someone who who has an entrepreneurial skill set? Because what I can tell you is that U of T did not teach me how to be entrepreneurial or how to fucking do my taxes, okay? What did it teach you? Better question. What can you honestly say that See, you See, this got is why I school? like having you on because you like turned it around to a different perspective. Like, did you yeah. see how I was just like, it didn't do this, it didn't do that. And you're like, but what did it do? Yeah, What can you narrow down like anything that it's done for you i think that it taught me like i think more i think what university taught me and what that degree that piece of paper represents is work ethic as opposed to like the content that i actually learned exactly like how can we make everyone in the country a better fucking worker and a more obedient worker with a better work ethic to make us all fucking rich comes full circle man I'm telling you, telling you. I just. Mean, I agree, but what I'm trying to say, though, is that, like, it kind of made me accountable for my work and myself. Like, it, I don't know. It, it was so high pressure and high stake, and I always felt like I was going to mm-hmm. fail if I didn't do something. Yeah. Which, now that I look back, is kind of unhealthy. Like, I always had anxiety. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail. I'm going to do this. Yeah. How, and how I actually, is that right? And I actually, because of that anxiety I felt during university and that that fear of failure i'm not joking i had such a fear of failure because in my first year i failed one course and i've never failed anything in my life not in elementary school mm-hmm. not in high school i've never failed okay i didn't think you could fail in elementary school no i don't think you can i mean <laughs> people definitely failed but i mean who the fuck's failing i never six, failed man. i was always <laughs> straight a's okay got into the first year of university and i failed a class and after that i saw that you know the disappointment in my parents disappointment in myself mm-hmm. and i the whole time at U of T was so freaking hard i was always scared i was gonna fail so i always had this constant fear of like i need to do this now i need to like be organized this and that and i brought that fear of failure into my like life now into everything that i do into my day job into my career into like my 
other like endeavors that I do, right? Yeah. And I think that there comes like a good and a bad with that fear of failure. The, the good is that like I will always work hard to try not to fail and I produce good results because I'm always trying to like be the, the one to do it. Yeah. So I think it definitely taught me that. But then at the same time, that fear of failure is like also an overwhelming feeling where I, I want to do too much all the time. And I'm in a constant state of anxiousness every time I'm completing a task. So I'm really trying to work on that. So I think that it's like a double-edged sword. And that's yeah. what I really brought with me from my time at U of T is the work ethic slash fear of failure, which can be good and bad. A fear of failure is not a bad thing. You know, you don't want to be completely careless, but you also don't want to be afraid of failure. I've learned more from failure than success. Like that's where you learn. You learn from like the failure, you know, yeah. like failure is what you learn from because you make that mistake, you see what it's like to fail and you're like, fuck that. Like, how can I avoid that? Yeah. You know, same thing. Like, what's another pretty brain dead example to understand? Like, drinking alcohol. You take 10 shots and you throw up. You're going to be like, okay, next time I'm going to take nine shots. You know, or like, yeah. like you, you need to fail in order to, to find that threshold that works for you. But I think that like the curriculum that schools have nowadays, like I'm talking about like post, like, like, universities and colleges mm -hmm. is that if you fail like you're done type of thing you know what i mean like there's certain thresholds like you need to have this average you need to do this to go here you need to have this to go there and it's like some of the most successful business people and entrepreneurs are people who didn't even go to school didn't even get a degree or don't even use the degree that they went to school for yeah fucking, you know what i mean what'd you do in school oh i did uh, food anthropology <laughs> like like there's people that went to U of T that did food. I'm, I am not joking. I took a course called Anthropology of Food. Do you remember that? <laughs> like what? I was like, what the was fuck am I in? What the fuck is? And it? people get majors in that. Like they major in Anthropology of Food, which is great for you. But yeah, like God how, bless how, you. Listen, we all want money. We've already talked about this before, right? We all want money. We all want success. How is that degree gonna bring you success? That might be so bad to say, but really, really though, you know what I mean? Like. Schools need to be teaching us like it's how to do taxes. It's just you graduated from that school. That they don't which, even care what the degree says. Which you know what so, can sometimes like be great. Like in certain careers, like if you're a doctor, you're gonna need that. Yeah. If you're a lawyer, if you're, you're gonna need that. But I think if you're somebody who's like. But if you're a doctor, you go to that school and then you go to med school, which is where you learn. Like even <laughs> like even the like teachers college to be a teacher, you just go to college for a bit and then you go to teachers college. Like what the. It's just all a fucking money suck. Really? I That's just, what it seems like to me. I just think that like... I don't know. I just wish the education system was a bit different. Like, I really think that what I'm doing now, the actual hard skills that I learned at U of T, like where I went for my undergrad, I don't use any of it. I don't use any of it. The amount of essays yeah. I had to write, the amount of like urban planning procedures I had to do, like yeah. I don't use any of that now. And what I do use more is that like fear of failure, which is kind of sad, but like, I guess good at the same time. It's not a bad thing. It's, it's just, it's bad if, it, if you let it get extreme, you know, like, like if I fail, I'm going to fucking like, you can't let it affect you. You know, you should just, you should be afraid to fail, but failing, if you do fail, like it shouldn't be harmful to you in any way, mentally yeah. or physically, you know, like you shouldn't like hurt yourself. If you fail, you shouldn't feel less important if you fail it should just be a learning experience failing and you should definitely be afraid of it but you shouldn't it shouldn't be something that's like holding you hostage yeah like if you fail 
like you fucking ruined something on, in your life, you know, like you, you can't. And that's where the discrepancy in the education system is, I think, is that, for example, for me, my fear of failure is very much deep rooted in that if I didn't get straight A's, if I didn't go to university and do and hit all the points that they wanted me to hit and learn the way that they wanted me to learn, yeah. then and I would fail. That's another thing, too. I'll, I think it was Albert Einstein. If you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it'll think it's stupid its whole life. How how can an education, how can like school be just like, to, like narrow who's smart and who's not? Like, I, I don't know. It's just so. And that's what I'm saying. Some of the most successful business people, men and women are, are ones. People that didn't go to school. Yeah. They didn't go to school. Like, it's not a coincidence. It's not luck. It like. It's fast. All it takes this is, is hard facts. work and passion. I really facts. think that what drives success is passion. If you have a passion for something, that's going to drive your success. And at that point, you'll do anything you need to do to learn the hard skills for that passion. That's all it is. Exactly. If you're passionate about fucking space, you'll, you'll, you'll go be an astronaut. All that fucking astronaut school, you know, like exactly. Like, no, what I mean is like, okay, let's say you, right? Let's say you're really passionate about being a streamer. You are. You're gonna be successful in that because if I put my if I put fucking eight hours a day and I had the I had the blessing of for some reason not having to spend money on anything and I can put a full effort into streaming all the time, I would do it in a heartbeat. But obviously part of life is that you can't get everything you want. I understand I, that. I've I've willing to make that make that trade, you know? Like, another example could be podcasters. There's podcasters I know that they make a full year salary more than what someone, let's say someone went to school for, I don't know. Let's say someone's like a paralegal. I don't know. I'm just throwing out random shit that you need to go to school for. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Someone who podcasts, who didn't need to go to school for podcasting would be making more money per year as a salary for a paralegal. You know what I mean? And that's because their passion drove that success. You can't really go to school to become a podcaster. You know what I mean? I definitely didn't. It's not like a specialized trade, obviously. It's just let's like... But the point is, you're, you're playing with a cord. <sighs> the point is there is that someone, let's say, who already has like maybe a following or whatever, mm -hmm. they're passionate about podcasting. They will put in the work to learn how podcasting works. They will put in the... Learn, the exactly, they will put in the work you. to learn how the, mar the marketing works. They'll put in the work to learn how sponsors works, et cetera, et cetera, and then be exactly. able to actually be successful in it. Exactly. Probably more successful than someone who went to school to get a good degree and can only make as much money as their corporation or their company tells them that they can yeah, make. Yeah, exactly. Mic drop. Yeah, that was a fucking... Um, but yeah, that's just something I was thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 17 and, minutes And you know later. what? Roman is like one of the main... Um, proponents of what i'm trying to say because as far as i remember me and rome went to high school together like we weren't dating in high school even though he thinks we were um we were she's just rome was like today rome was like we're high school sweethearts i was like i don't think we are yeah it's like she like doesn't want to be like okay we weren't you though know, like so you're supposed to hype each other i'm like yeah fucking right we were fucking best couple ever we know? are and the best like, couple nah. we are the best couple ever but we were in high school sweethearts okay 
Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, in high school, Roman, we, me and Roman were in some classes together, and Roman would always be late to class, did not give a shit about his work. He literally did not give a fuck about any of the work he handed in. But to this day, he's I, if one... If I handed it in. Yeah, but to <laughs> this day, even though he failed some classes and whatever, whatever, to this day, he's probably one of the most smart people I know in terms of just, like, random shit and also the way that he thinks is so different from like other people that have gone straight a's and even socially so like you're like one of like the people too i recognize i'm like you didn't necessarily do the best in school but oh, you compare you compare to somebody else that like i can think of off the top of my head that had straight a's you're so much more socially outgoing you're so much more like smart in terms of like facts you know what i mean but like genuinely like you're still one of the smartest people i know in terms of like and you're like successful still in your career so that just goes to show that like it doesn't mean everything even in college you like dropped out you know what i mean like you yeah. didn't give a fuck but still you're so much more successful now than people who might have done it like it's not it's not a because co- I, found competition. Some, I found something i genuinely enjoy a lot of people i feel go to school because their parents have a standard of their they want to tell all their parents their fucking kid goes here or whatever like yeah i get it i want my kid to go to school too but at the same time i don't because i want them to do whatever would make them happy you know? yeah like, i want to say hey my son my daughter went here to do this because like they they fucking wanted to do that you know yeah they wanted to do it not just because i want to fucking tell joe schmo's fucking dad that like, my son went to a fucking Schulich. Like, you know, like, well, my son's doing biological engineering at Schulich. Like, okay, <laughs> sick. That's fucking cool. He wants to kill himself, though. So, like, who's really winning in the end? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, fuck. No, it's true. Like, when I think back to my time during my undergrad, like, it makes me want to cry because of how lonely and, like, unhappy I was. Dude, for four years, this poor girl was doing something. She literally did. I really, I really do. hated it. And I just like, wasn't, I wasn't. That sounds like torture. That it is wasn't emotional. I wasn't emotionally mature enough, or just I didn't have enough willpower to A, tell my parents that I didn't want to do it, and B, actually take the time, sit and think, what the fuck do I want to do? And that's the thing. Like, that's what the education system does, it, is it forces you into, into it at the fresh raw age of 18 years old and you're just like okay the ripest mind the ever. ripest mind ever and you're just like okay i didn't i didn't have the willpower to sit there and think like hmm, what do i really want to do i don't fucking know and, they and don't that's give what you i'm the doing opportunity in exactly school. exactly they just tell you that you need there's actually a class in school called careers and civics and it just like narrows down what you can do yeah they're like mm, you're type a you're gonna be a fucking engineer yeah. put you're- in this filter what you're good at <laughs> and it'll give you some jobs you can do like yeah what the fuck Is you it- like cooking nah you can't be a chef yeah you need to be a civil engineer because that's what you like to that's yeah. what you're good at you know what i mean fuck. anyways um it's bad so i guess that's all i have to say about that yeah i think what we can take from this is you will never truly be happy no matter what the money, no matter what you're doing, no matter where you live, unless you're actually living slash doing slash working towards something you want to do, right? Right. I guess that's what we're trying to say. Whether it's education, whether it's where you live in Canada or fucking Timbuk fucking to wherever you want to live, you know, you'll never truly be happy no matter what. If it's not somewhere you want to be. And I think that's what we can all agree on, right? Yes. And passion is what drives success. So if you're in in a runt, kind of like how I have been 
not necessarily now now i've been in a runt with like where i'm living but mm-hmm. like if you've ever been in a runt with like what you want to do with your life if you're thinking about if you're in a place where you're like oh i want to go back to school do i want to do this do i want to do that really think about what you're passionate about don't think yeah. of the outcome in terms of money or like success because how if can you're i get tr- rich quick yeah if like- you're really and i i thought i think about that I yeah. still think about that sometimes, you know, and sometimes I have to rewire my brain and just be like, what am I good at? What do I like to do? What am I genuinely passionate about? And let, mm. let's keep going with that because I'm already doing the things, you know, like even in, in, in our day jobs, like we, we finally yeah. found something that we're happy with. Just keep going. And if you want to do other things, you can still do other things, you know? Exactly. Passion is what drives success. And as long as you're willing to put in the work towards whatever that passion requires, whether it's podcasting, let's say it's horseback riding, let's say is you want to be a boxer, let's say you are a fucking lawyer, but now you want to be a plumber because you're passionate about fixing toilets. I That's don't know. That's one thing I liked about Master Chef. You saw a lot of people, some of these people had gravy jobs. One person was a neural fucking engine, neuro, neurological engineer or something. But they wanted to be a chef. And they were saying, oh, I, I want to win Master Chef so badly. I, this is what I truly wanted to do. My parents were so upset at me that I'm even here right now but i want to prove like that is true happiness like they're they're fucking taking the sacrifice to do what they want it it, it comes with both sides so you can't just be like i'm passionate about cooking and just expect it to happen you need to be willing (laughs) to put in the work and really like commit to what you're doing because passion will drive success and the work with the passion will ultimately make you successful whatever you choose to do sometimes it's easier said than done but really just sit with yourself and think about it and but that's the thing though it's not easier said than done because everyone i know that likes something, they they do it and excel at it with ease because they like it. That's what I'm saying. But like, sometimes if I that, said, "Oh, let's go shopping and pick an outfit," dude, how fucking hard? Like, you know, I don't know. I feel. But like I, I but like, I think that what the thing is is like people don't know what they like. People are just like, "What do I like?" Because no one has time to think about it. They're yeah, because fucking everything's getting an so education fast-paced. And like, their parents shoving shit down their fucking brains. They have no time to think. No one has, no one has time to to think anymore. Yeah. Everyone's fucking either fueled with fucking caffeine freaking out anxious or, or at school or worrying about their grades or their fucking boyfriend fucking cheat on like there's always something to worry about there's no fucking no one has time to think these days man you're either on your phone fucking flooding your and that's brain why i just want to move away media and tiktoks that's and why shit. i just want to move away this fucking costa rica and just yeah. live a life where i don't have to worry about this fast-paced shit and actually i you know just have the time to think and i think that that's what people need instead of going straight from high school to university or from university to a job just take a year go to a fucking tropical island and think about what you really want to do i think that's it i did there was a question that's that there were some questions that someone sent in i think i wanted to um talk a little friend yeah wait for an episode with friend before we answer the questions because I'm just like a co-host you know I don't want to be like taken away from the actual podcast related stuff this was just a little guest appearance from your boy that's it thanks for coming on I know we had a rough day yeah we've uh, definitely been in the ringer today we've gone through some trials and tribulations to try and make this happen even though we're sitting in the corner uh, of my house we did get some very nice shawarma today though which no, she made a sacrifice today. Usually, we always end up getting what she wants to eat, but she she took it. She took it for the team. And I do. We do today. not end up getting what I want to eat. Really? 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 I don't like sushi. I think I've eaten it five hundred times. Okay. And I didn't want to order. <laughs> Press it, so. play again. Not it. <laughs> so. That's a lie. It's not a lie. It's not a lie. 
You don't like sushi, then why don't you just say I don't like sushi? Because I've asked you multiple times and you always I say that do. you like sushi. You never, we always end up getting what you want. We do always get like what sushi. you want. Because he's a baby. He goes like, Wah. if you don't, if we don't get what you want, you're like. Yo, because you know when you're hungry and like. Because Roman just wants to like, eat. Yo, let's eat fucking sand. And you're like. Because Roman's like, do you want to get five guys? Do you want to get chicken wings? Want... I'm like, bro. Okay. If you were fucking and starving Roman and ruined... I said, let's get five guys, I'll pay for it. Or I said, let's get sushi, I'll pay for it. You're going to turn down that fucking burger? Like, sometimes I just don't want a burger. Sometimes, sometimes I just want to feel healthy. I just don't want sushi and I don't want to feel healthy. So do that on your own time. So I, so I got to eat what she wants because, no, because I, I got to eat what I want on my own time, which being, I do. Which being I healthy, eating healthy will benefit both of us. Eating unhealthy will just unbenefit me. Really? It, I think eating unhealthy... Releases some nice chemicals in the brain because it tastes so good. It, it also makes you releases happy. some disgusting some dirty chemicals. Yeah. <laughs> Your fucking some asshole. Chemicals right out so of my I don't ass. want to deal with that every Sunday morning because Saturday night we always have to eat fucking like. Actually, shit. I disagree. When I eat like broccoli and healthy food, my poo smells like shit. <laughs> Tell me I'm fucking lying. Tell me I'm fucking lying. When you eat vegetables, your poo is nasty and it's like hard. It's like a log. Okay, are we really talking about yeah, this? Yeah, this is reality. This is fucking reality TV, all right? Now we see on Real Housewives of fucking disaster. Okay, speaking of Real Housewives, if anyone watches it and wants us to discuss it next time, please let me know because, like, I really do love Real Housewives, and I think there should be a Real Housewives of Richmond Hill, and I'll be on it. Mm, yeah, you're a Real Housewife. <laughs> <laughs> You'd fucking freak out at everything. Like what? I don't know. No, please don't. No, no, please, please elaborate. Uh, next episode of Roman's No Longer with Sam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, guys, before I break up with her, we should uh, should end the podcast here. Thank you for listening. Next week, we have a very, very cool guest. She's one of the best people that we've met on our online community. Yeah. And I can't um, wait to like pick her brain about all the different things that she discusses on social media. So you guys will really like her too. Also, if you didn't, if you made it this far into the episode, um, please check out www.waytogood.com and use Cento25 at checkout because you can get 25% off your first subscription box or 25% off your first purchase in general. It's all healthy, vegan, gluten-free snacks. And it's good snacks. It's not sand like Roman was talking about. It's actually good snacks um, and food. So you guys will really like it. And we hope that, you know, by doing that, you support us, you support the podcast. And, and who turns down 25%? That's one quarter of the price. That's pretty. And if far. something's ten ninety nine and you're like, they're not expensive things, you know. Like yeah. If something's like ten bucks and you're getting twenty five percent off, come on. Right. So um yeah that's it. Thank you for listening or watching, and we and if you want Roman to come back on for some more, I think of you course will. you do. Of course you do. What the fuck? Will you though? No. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay.